All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 208 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. This is gonna be. This is a special one. This is. Uh, I'm trying something new. I told you. I, I told you guys in advance. I told you a few weeks ago. I'm gonna start trying to interview people. Not interview. Have conversations with people on here. And I had my brother call in, and we talked about some some story that involved him from a million years ago, right? And I wanted to get his side of it. I wanted to get his input on this deal. I I, I have my memories of it. I wanted him to uh, share his memories, so we'll get to that in a few in a little bit. So um, that's fun. That, that's something new. I don't, I'm gonna start doing that more. All right. But uh, before we get to that, I have a couple things for you. First of all, all right. Yesterday, yesterday, I uh, Saturday as I record this. And, no, wait. Today's Sunday. God, it's Sunday as I record this. Yesterday would be Saturday as I record this. So yesterday, on Saturday, I made an, an announcement to the house. I said, I'm going to go buy my, uh, my $10 scratch-off for the $10 scratch-off project. If you want to follow my exploits, that's what I was telling everybody. If you want to follow my exploits, head on over to the WVSR.com slash scratch-off. And you can follow. And everybody's like, just go. God. Like, what is this? And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I'm heading out to buy my $10 scratch-off ticket for the $10 scratch-off. No. I said, I'm going to go buy a ticket. I'm going to go buy a scratch-off. And uh, my son, the older boy, goes, uh, hey, if I give you a $5 bill, will you buy, a, buy one for me? I said, I'll buy you a $5 scratch-off if you give me a $5 bill. But I'm not buying you a $10. He goes, no, 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 $5. I said, all right, no problem. So I head on down to my uh, my favorite place where the guy goes, Good luck, my friend. Every time. Every time I buy one, I say, give me a $10 scratch off. And he says, any of them? I said, it's up to you. He rips one off, just tears the thing off with authority, hands it to me and goes, good luck, my friend. Right? This is a tradition that is, you know, 23 weeks in, I've probably bought off him. I haven't bought off him every week, but I probably maybe like 18 of the weeks I've purchased my uh, ticket off him. All right. So, and then I bought, I said, uh, I'll get a, and also a $5 ticket, right? So, so I, I, I go back to the house and I, and I make the announcement, this is it. This is the $500,000, $500,000 winner. This is the one. It's finally, finally, after 22 weeks, we're going to finally uh, see some, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna, this, is all, this whole thing's going to turn around for us, right? This is it, you know. And I sit down and I scratch off, and you know how much I won? Nothing. I won a big fat zero once again. I'm now $90 in the hole, $90 down after 23 weeks. Oh, God. So irritating, you know? It's like, damn it. What is this? This is bullshit. This was supposed to be the best bet in all of gambling. And that's not just in the in the scratch-off realm. That includes the roulette wheel. It includes horse racing. 
It includes dog racing, ironically. It includes, uh, you know, card games. It includes uh, Powerball. All the all gambling and all of gambling. If there's any kind of gambling, this is the best bet according to this guy that knows my dad, right? And I, I'm ninety. I'm twenty three weeks in. I have a fifty two week exercise, and I'm ninety dollars in the hole. It's very frustrating to me, and um, and, you know, and I, I I go from here it is, here it is, the five hundred thousand dollar winner to. I'm about, I'm about ready to start punching holes in the drywall, you know? It's like, it's infuriating. And um, very, very frustrating. All right. So the boy was upstairs playing guitar. He bought this guitar a couple weeks ago. I think I told, I think I might have mentioned that. He bought some guitar for like $450, right? So uh, he's up there playing that thing, rocking the whole, you know, the whole neighborhood can hear it. And um, so I'm like, damn it, Pissed, you know. I'm just sitting over there, just mumbling to myself, grumbling and bitching, you know. He comes down, and um, he scratches the thing off, and he goes, uh, "He goes, no, I lost two. Eh, damn it!" I said, "That's I said, this is bullshit, man. It's like fifteen dollars down the tra- down the crapper, you know." So then I, I scratch off. He goes back upstairs. I scratch off that little, you know, the little thing down in the corner. The little barcode down the corner. I scanned it with my phone. I do that just to be one hundred percent sure, right? So he, it said, I scanned mine. It says you are a loser. You know, not just on this, not just on this this ticket, but in life. <laughs> I think that's what it said. And then I, I and I'm like, oh, God. So then I, I I scratch his off, and it says thing says congratulations, you won ten dollars. And I called him in there. I said, "What the?" I said, "You won ten bucks, man. You you, you spent five. You you won ten. He was really. So he starts looking at it. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I missed it." He goes, "I'm gonna go trade that in. I wanted I wanted to get some pickles anyway." I said, "Whatever." So he went. He he traded it in. He got he got two more scratch offs, two more five dollar scratch offs for the ten dollars. And you know what happened? He won five hundred dollars. Five hundred. I win nothing. Week after week after week, I'm banging my head against the wall. He just like, he, you know, he never plays these things, and he almost was getting ready to throw that thing in the trash because he didn't even, he didn't even know he won. And then he goes and trades it in, and wins five hundred dollars. Ah, he called me. He goes, guess what? Guess what just happened? I was like, what? Car crash or something? No, I won five hundred dollars. I said, are you serious? What the? It was like almost made me angry. <laughs> like, what is going on? You know, so um, so he comes home, walking in the house like Frank Sinatra, the big wad of cash. You know, it's a wonder he didn't have like a like a cigar in the corner of his mouth. All right. So he comes over and he like peels off three 20s. Here you go. Thank you for uh, your part in this. Uh, no. You know, I don't know what he said. He gave me 60 bucks. I said, what's this for? He goes, well, I didn't even know I won. I said, all right, thanks. Put it in my pocket. And Tony's like, you can't take that. God, that's his money. I was like, well, I mean, I didn't ask him for it. He goes, no, no, no. I was going to give you some, too. She goes, I'm not taking any. Here goes. He's like, peels off 60 for her, too. She goes, I'm not taking that. And um, I'm just sitting over there, you know. 
And um, she goes, he goes, no, seriously, you know, you guys buy all kinds of stuff for me and all this stuff. I'm like, man, it's crazy. So anyway, Tony ended up taking the 62. <laughs> we ended up pocketing the 120. And he, got, he, he still came out with 380, you know. That was nice of him. I mean, we didn't ask him for that. And I didn't have any, I didn't have any hesitation in pocketing my 60. She felt really bad about it. But anyway, that happened. It's like, what the hell? You know, whatever. So then, um, so then they went to Knoebels today, amusement park. He and, he and his brother, they're getting along, you know, everything's going well. So yeah, we'll see. I just, I just heard from him. Said it's hotter and shit down there. It's hot. It's really hot. So anyway, so the other thing I want to talk to you before we get to the main part of this this uh, episode is the other day I had to interview somebody at my job, and somebody who knows this person that I was going to interview. What the? Hang on a second. What is this? Who is this? Oh God. Hang on. What? All right. Sorry about that. So. He goes, uh, he goes, he knows this person that I'm getting ready to interview. And he goes, uh, Shaman, she's really intimidated by you. And I said, why would somebody be intimidated by me? Of all people, why would I intimidate anybody? And he goes, because you're huge and quiet. I said, what the hell's that? Huge and quiet, huge. Hang on a second. He goes, no, I mean, you're tall and you're just a big guy. I said, give me a break. Huge, huge, and quiet. That's why I'm intimidating. I'm intimidating, apparently. I am. Jeff K., I'm intimidating because I'm huge and quiet. Man, it never stops. It never stops. It's just, it comes from every every different direction, you know? Anyway, um... So my brother called. I, I texted him earlier. I said, hey, would you want to call into that Skype number? I've been paying for the Skype telephone number for, I don't know, like two years. And I don't think we've ever used it before. I think Zip might have called it once a million years ago. I don't even know if that's true. I think we might have used his. I think he might have recorded When he was on, I think he recorded it. But anyway, so I pay it. It's a quarterly thing. It's not cheap. And, um, and I don't use it. So anyway, um, I had my brother call in. There was something uh, that uh, something I talked about on the uh, the podcast. Oh my God, this phone! I'm going to throw it out in the yard. God, get irritated. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a little agitated. <laughs> it's because I'm I, it's because I'm huge and quiet. Ah, uh, uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Anyway, I asked him. I texted him. I said, Hey. You want to call that Skype number today? Let's talk about this thing. Let's let's let's, uh, let's work this thing through. You know, I want to get your input on it. I want to know what you think about it, and I want to know what part I'm missing, what part's inaccurate, and all this stuff. And um, and here it is. This is the recording from just moments ago with my brother Tim. Here it is. shit was that all right anyway i got my brother tim on the phone welcome thanks for calling hello no problem anybody home no problem all right anyway um i wanted to i wanted to do a follow-up with something i talked about a couple times before and it involved uh tim many many years ago and um if if you're okay with this tim i'm gonna tell the story the way i remember it 
and then you can uh, add to it, correct me wherever, and uh, we'll see if we can get to the bottom of this deal. <laughs> All right, so, so many years ago, back when we were both still living at home, so you, you were like really into dog racing, right? And, um, yeah. So, uh, so you went to, one night, you went to the dog track, just like you did every other night. And mom and dad went as well. If I, you know, this is the way I remember it. They went as well, but in a separate car. And you guys were sitting in there watching the races. You were in there gambling, you know, probably wearing a fedora because that's what gamblers wear, right? Anyway, that's a gambling hat. And you're sitting in there watching the dog race, and they make an announcement over the uh, loudspeaker. And it was the guy who does that calls the races. This is the way I remember it. <laughs> and they said, uh, with the owner of uh, license plate, West Virginia State license plate, blah, 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 go to your vehicle. It is running. So the thing was running. And, er- and then everybody in the whole place like busted out laughing. And then you stood up and go, hey, <laughs> you stood up and go, that's my car. And Dad yanked you down and said, <laughs> shh, Tim, sit down. Don't let anybody know that. And then and then you, you guys tried to reach me on the phone. I was unreachable for whatever reason to bring a key because your, your car was locked. And you, you, oh, I forgot this part. You guys went out or you went to the car or something. And when you walked up near the car, you could hear, Simon and Garfunkel blasting. <laughs> and um, the car was locked, running, and you guys tried to call me to bring an extra key down. You couldn't reach me. So then I think Dad had to drive back to Dunbar to get the key, and um, and that was that. I think that's the, the whole story. But the part that I like the best is, it is running, and then... You, <laughs> And then you stood up and go, uh, "That's my car." And Dad yanked you down. Shh, Tim. No, don't don't let anybody know that you're that's your car. So, where did I? What, what am I missing here? Where what part's missing? Or is that accurate? Or or what? Well, part of it is. Um, <laughs> we, went, wait, we went. Wait, wait, just a What do you wait? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was just saying. Um, we went in separate cars. Mom and Dad went in their own car. Mm-hmm. I went in mine, obviously. Okay, and I got there kind of early because that's what I did. I used, I usually get there before the race. It was about a half an hour or so before the race to start, and that was so that I could get a good parking spot so I could get out of there quickly. Mm. I'm not bad, but anyway, anyway, so I pull in the parking lot, and, and I'm, I got my good spot right up front where I can get out quickly when I'm ready to depart. And uh, good day sunshine comes on the radio. Good day sunshine. It wasn't Good day, sunshine. Okay, go ahead. Now, Simon and Garfunkel might have been later. I'm not sure about that part. Um, <laughs> when you said I walked, but but when I pulled in the park, Good Day Sunshine come on the radio. Okay. And I sat there. I sat there and listened to the song all the way through till it ended. Okay. And then I got I got out, locked my car, and went inside. Then turned yeah. it off. This thing is just running. You just get you step out of it and just walk in the building. I just I just stepped out of it, locked it up, and went inside. Okay. And I think we was on race number two of the evening or something. 
I didn't even say it with mom and I didn't even say it with mom and dad. I didn't even know where they were at. I knew they were there, but I didn't know where they were at. And uh, so I was seated by myself when oh. they made the announcement. Oh no! Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, so as soon as they made the announcement, then I, I felt in my pockets and realized I didn't have my keys. Because uh, they didn't call. They didn't the license plate number. They didn't call out. It was close, but it was not an exact match. But it was close enough that I was concerned, and, and rightfully so. It turned turned out to be mine. And the guy said, so, and it is running. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He said, your your car is running. And everybody like, uh, I went over and found mom and dad. Okay. And uh, they said, uh, they said, what's up? I said, did you hear that announcement? Oh, God, Tim, tell me it's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Mom's like, John, oh, God. Oh, God. Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> I says, uh. Yeah, we tried to call you. Yeah. And you and it just rang and rang and rang and because there was that spare set of keys that we always kept in that junk drawer right there by the phone that hung on the kitchen wall. Okay. There was there was spare keys in there. Where was I? On our grandpa. I I don't know where you was at. You could have been out with Kelly or something. Okay. Or um but you didn't answer the phone. Mm. So dad had drive dad drove mom stayed at the dog track by herself. Dad drove me all the way back yep. to, to our house. Yeah, got the keys, drove me out to my car. I burned about a half a tank of gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, so there he didn't yank you down, Tim. No, because you weren't even sitting beside him. Oh, he was embarrassed. Right. Now he was so absolutely. So, so that, part, went, that part's accurate. It's just I, I thought you guys were Mama. sitting together. No, we would. No, we uh, we wasn't in, you know, until I went and found them. Okay. And then, uh, you know, like I said, Dad, Dad missed about six or seven races because he had to give me a ride home, and then they'd give me a ride back, and then I had to turn my car off. I was, I was, uh, I was scared it was going to overheat. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid. I was afraid I'd come back and it might have actually caught fire to be out there, the fire the fire department or something. Yeah, I, mean, I was afraid of, you don't leave a car idling that long. You know what I mean? Especially that something like the cars we used to drive back then. Oh yeah, because I had that. You remember what car it was? No. It was that nineteen seventy eight Caprice Classic. Oh man, that gold, that gold thing. Remember how it uh, it cut off on Dad on Interstate one day when he took it to work? <laughs> uh, I think I remember. Thing was just, one, the engine was just cut off just while you're driving it. Yeah, yeah it just he was up on he was up in the busiest part of Charleston, right at rush hour traffic in early morning when he was on his way to work. He was right there on the Virginia Street Bridge. That thing shut off. <laughs> yeah, top notch. Another yeah. time he was driving it and the, and the float got stuck. Excuse me. Remember that? I don't know what the float. The, is. the float. The, the the float in the in the gas tank that can. Uh, Anyway, it was it was made of metal and had a hole in it. It filled up with gasoline and it sank to the bottom. So it just kept sending gasoline to the engine and it flooded it. I think it was coming there, into the floorboards. It was. <laughs> I don't think it done that. But, but it's a but it's a wonder it didn't catch fire because there was there was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But it was it, it was it was a good one. Top notch quality. Got float problems. 
So let me, let me ask you some. <laughs> let me ask you some other questions about this. So how did you how did you get yeah. into all this dog racing thing? How did that happen? Because uh, you were deeply into uh, it. Yeah, I was. I think that uh, uh, mom was real concerned about it. She used to talk to me about it almost daily. Um, I don't know. I just went a couple times. I found out that I, I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, you're over. You're over, the, just, you're over there like that, this is this dog's a mutter. You know, this dog likes to run in the slop. It's a mutter, <laughs> right? It's a well. <laughs> you learn. You got to learn how to read. Uh, your program yeah you know it on every in every race every dog that's running they give you like the last eight races that dog ran and what they and what they did they tell you what box number they were in and and you get it you you yeah yeah, and and you you, yeah it tells you what the weather was whether the uh, the conditions of the track was dry or if they were sloppy or you know or you know yeah Yeah, you got to learn how to you got to learn how to interpret that program and then you can make an informed decision that was that was basically it. I, it used to irritate me. People say, I'd, I'd sit near people and I'd hear them say, I'm going to bet my birthday, I'm going to bet my anniversary. I'm like, you idiot. Idiot. Stupid assholes. Got a, got, a, got a program in your hand, you don't know how to work it. Right. All right, so you just, you just found out you were good at it and just started, just ran with it. Yeah, plus I knew uh, I didn't I didn't spend a lot of money. Um. Every bet, every bet that I placed was six dollars. What they call a Quinella box. You pick three dogs and you box them. They can come in in any order. Hmm. And uh, and I found out that that was a pretty good deal for me. You got eight dogs in the race. You pick three of them. Pick the three best, and then put, and then box them so they can come in in any order. So all three worked pretty well. <clears throat> now as long now as long as long as one of them did. Oh, okay. I got you. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like uh, the most I ever won was two hundred and twelve dollars. That was on the second race of the evening, so that was my second bet. That was twelve dollars, six dollars on each race. So I came out two hundred dollars ahead because I never bet any more after that. And that was another thing; I had enough sense to know when to quit. Okay, cool. You know, all right. That was one. That was when I, that was when I had our grandmother with us. Oh yeah, which which grandmother? Yeah, K. K. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she was probably laying down some bets. <laughs> so let me ask you something else. Yeah. So, so did you? Dra- okay. So I mentioned earlier that you were dra- you you were a- so on TV. Uh, gamblers like people that go to horse racing, they wear like they wear a blazer with a pocket square, <laughs> blazer with a pocket square, <laughs> and a fedora. No, and then when they lose, no. when they lose. They tear up their tickets and throw them in the air. Did you ever do any of this? <laughs> no, I never did it. <laughs> never partook in any of that. I think I no. That's too bad. That's the way I had it pictured. <laughs> Car is <laughs> running. I think that's what they did on Nigeria Magini. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, when Doctor Bellows went to <laughs> went to the. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. another another question for you. All right, so the, okay. these dogs, these greyhounds. Yeah. I've heard stories about these things that they're either they're either running wide open. They 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 either run they either run wide open or they're real lazy. That they're 
there there's no it's like um, an off and on switch there's no dimmer switch it's just either they're running at 100 miles an hour or they're laying on the couch with all four legs sticking straight up in the air <laughs> there's literally they're either the fastest running you know dog in the world or they're lazy sacks on the couch have you have you heard well i never seen it i never seen any lazy sacks no but uh no no i've seen some that uh would fall down and do a two or three rolls and and hit the sideboard (laughs) (laughs) but they're they they run wide open but then i i hear that if they're at home they like like people have them as pets they're like super lazy they just like lay around the house all the time have you heard about this I had not heard that. I, no, I don't know anything about that. Also, <sighs> these questions keep popping in my head. All right, so th- those dogs running around that thing, chasing that fake rabbit, right? Yeah. Did any of them get, like, uh, frustrated and, like, go over the fence? And, like, go up on inter- <laughs> go up on Interstate 64, like, head- <laughs> heading towards Kentucky? No, but I've I've heard stories about some of them actually catching a rabbit. Really? You know? Yeah, but I've 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 never witnessed it myself. But I've I've had people tell me, yeah, I've seen one one time. He caught a hold of that rabbit. I'm like, I think you're watching Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I don't think that ever. This thing's like stuffed animals or something. What are they like? Yeah, it's yeah, like it's a, just like a stuffed animal or some kind of a I don't know spike or something. Some kind of. Some kind of like a something like that goes on a golf club cover or something, you know? Go, yeah. I don't know. And it just goes around the around the outside rail, and and those things yeah. chase it. It's yeah, gotta, it's got to be frustrating, right? <laughs> right. How come they're just greyhounds? How come they don't have like other dogs? Because greyhounds are the fastest. I, I don't know. I think some places do have other things than greyhound, but it, I mean. Um, what are those weird-looking dogs? Whippets or something? Oh yeah, those things look like they. Yeah. Could, those things look like they could kick ass. <laughs> yeah, I think I think some places they might have whippet weight races or something. I'm not sure, but uh, no, like cocker spaniels or anything. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was pretty good. That was fun. You know, I need to start doing that more. I need to start having people call in. I have asked people to call in, and everybody's hesitant to do it. Is that, is that, is this really, I mean, why, why would you be hesitant? I mean, I understand, I guess. I mean, I understand. I, I, I say, why would you be hesitant? But, um, I think I'd be hesitant if I were in their shoes. Um, to be to be perfectly honest, if we're if we're being honest, like the Brits used to, that was one of those ones that the Brits starting to bleed into American way of talking. If we're being honest, right? Anyway, uh, that was pretty good. So I didn't realize that I thought they were sitting together. That was an inaccurate. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was an inaccuracy because my dad was still embarrassed when um when. When they made, when my brother was like, "That's my car," you know, that part was inaccurate. I don't know. Um, seemed like I had it right. It was pretty accurate. I think that's an accurate story. So uh, my my version of the of events. So anyway, that was that was fun. I have to do that again soon. Um, maybe we'll get uh, 
We'll get some other. Get some. Maybe I'll get Rocky on here. Woo! He says he can't remember shit. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but um, maybe we'll get him to call in. All right. We're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. If you want to get two of these episodes a week instead of a measly one, and I can't think of any, any reason whatsoever that you would not want to have two instead of just one, it's easy to do. It's easy to fix. You can fix that problem right away. You can head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. And you'll gain access to an extra episode every single week. Not only that, you'll gain access to all the previous episodes that I've recorded for patrons only. They're all right there. All you have to do is click on it, and it'll start playing. It costs you hundred. It's like over a hundred extra episodes that you've never heard before for four dollars a month, man. And every new one, every week, a new one comes out you'll gain access to it immediately. So if you want to do that, and I don't know why why you wouldn't, head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff K. And if you want to call in and leave a message on my uh, hotline, I have one in there. I'm going to have to put that off to the next time, though. Sorry about that. I do have a new one in there. Um, but we'll, we'll get to it. Don't worry. It'll, you know, it won't be, you know, it'll be used. Don't worry. But um, if you want to be on that show with the person that called in, it's easy to do. 570-290-8151 is the number. Again, 570-290-8151. You can call 24 hours a day, leave a message, ask a question, make a suggestion, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Have a few pops of your homebrew like Ian. You know, fire up that homebrew. I don't know. I don't know what about that. You know, I, I like I like beer, obviously. That's how, I, that's how I'm able to maintain my powerful upper body. But um, I don't know about making it. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't, I like to drive cars. I don't like building them, you know. You know what I'm saying? I don't even like driving cars, to tell you the truth. I don't even know why I said that. It's inaccurate. All right. But anyway, if you want to call in, 570-290-8151 is the number. And if you want to send me an email, send that over to surfreportpod at gmail.com. I'm trying to get that new website off the ground. I'm having troubles. It's not going very well. But anyway... I'll work on it. I'll get it fixed somehow. But it's surfreportpod at gmail.com. And there, I bought surfreportpod.com. And I'm going to try to set up some kind of a set up some kind of web web presence, website, where all the episodes are right there together in one spot. All right. And you can leave comments and all that stuff. And I can add extra stuff, you know, you know, things like that. Anyway, stay stay tuned for that. And I think that's about it. Yeah, I already mentioned the, the, the scratch-off thing. $500. Ugh. Huge. I mean, huge and quiet. $500. All right, we're at the end of this thing. <laughs> Thank you guys for everything. I'll see you again over on the Patreon side soon. Until then, have a good one. Bye. because I'm huge and quiet.
Ah. 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 Ah.